Megan bit. Yes, it's October, everyone. Mm-mm, mm-mm, we mm-mm. love October. Now, uh, you may recall we had Lindsay on the show uh, doing pumpkin spice uh, taste tests. It almost seems like the same night. It almost does. Yeah. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very melodic ghost. Yeah, yeah. that's good. But Lindsay's here uh, to, well, basically, so, so last time Lindsay was on the, not last time, last year when Lindsay was on the show. Woman was, Crush Wednesday. It was, it was just it in was November. In November, yeah. And it was, you know, but we couple, recorded in October. Yeah, but we're obsessed with horror here. It's why we do a whole month every single year of October theme show of scary shows. Yeah. And I realized it was a misstep to not have you on in that month. So we had you on with not a scary concept or topic at all. But after we recorded, it was about 1230 at night when most people should be asleep. Mm-hmm. We stayed in on the a night, bacon just cave. like tonight. Exactly. In a room just like this. And for about two hours, told scary stories. And by that, I mean, we listened to Lindsay's scary stories. <laughs> this is Jacob, Joel, and myself. Yeah, Jake's not here right now. Jake, yeah. we miss you if you ever listen to this. Because like a normal person, he left at a normal time. Yeah. But, but the but we, stories were amazing. Yeah. And, and we, we kind of want to share it with the audience here. That's, that's just it. I really wish we would have just recorded that night because it was. I love swapping scary stories and getting kind of Halloween feel. And that, that was one of those fun nights. And so we were hoping, Lindsay, that you could just regale us with the same kind of stories that you told that night and some of the same stories. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Is, it, is that enough of a lead in? We're like, now entertain us right now. Dance, dance monkey. Dance. By the way, we have turned off the lights. There's a pumpkin spice candle over in the corner there. Which <laughs> the is same one. Mood lighting. I don't know, from it's weeks ago. Really, yeah. really good candle. <laughs> but yeah, so we try to create the, the mood here. I'll throw, throw in some scary music in the background. But it seems like you've been haunted your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of have. And I don't know if it's my whole family or if it's me. I kind of think it might be me. Because I've had some stuff happen just since I've been on my own, too. In fact, I'll tell you a short story um, from just a couple weeks ago. Okay. So I I am a co-owner of a business. We have an office in Sandy in Union Square. It's an older shopping center. Mm-hmm. And I have pulled a ridiculous amount of all-nighters in this place. I have spent a ton of time there alone. The whole building, it, our office is inside a building. You go up some stairs... It's all enclosed, lots of other offices in there. And I have no problem walking around with the lights off in the whole building, being there by myself. I'm not scared of it at all. Well, I was going to ask you, so you you said you've had a lot of experiences in your life with these Mm -hmm. types of things. Do they scare you or are you kind of just used to them now? So Lindsay's the the person that surprised me by saying you don't get scared in any movie. Oh, never. I've tried to think of the ones that have messed me up that Joel... You're not quite ready to watch yet, <laughs> to be honest. And Lindsay, I'm like, hey, have you seen this? Have you seen this? That, that kind of creeped me out. That was a slow burn horror. And you're like, I laughed in that one. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, no, <laughs> what I'll have watch... you experienced to make you feel this way? <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. And so. Yeah, I'll watch. I mean, you know, name the movie that scared you the most. I'll watch it 3 a.m. by myself. Yeah, for in example, the dark. like Hereditary from last year. I really dug. It was ridiculous. I laughed. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so you're in your office building. So you're yeah. not scared. No, no, I'm not scared. Um, I have been scared in my life by things like this, but so I'm, I'm in the office working and I think I was actually making some copies of a DVD, um, for legally. Yes. For, yes. <laughs> it was for it's a, a backup pro- copy, a production I had filmed. I was making copies for one of my clients okay. and I had been there, you know, most of the day it was starting to get dark and I hadn't turned on the lights and everyone else in the building had left. So the lights are off in the hall. The lights are off downstairs. Like it's all locked up. It's just me there by myself with Jack the sparrow 
Right. And Jack is at your place of work. Yeah, he lives at my office. Oh, okay. Because um, I have Giles at home, and maybe not the, the best thing to have yeah, him together. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm sitting there. It's starting to get dark, and I'm not really thinking anything of it. I'm sitting on the floor in our little. We have a little kind of recording studio in there, sitting on the floor in there, and I keep hearing like knocking and I keep thinking, Oh, it's, you know, it's someone downstairs or it's someone out in the hall. And then I hear knocking on our door and I get up thinking, Oh, someone needs something. I go open the door and there is no one there. Hmm. And our, I mean, it's pretty distinct. It's, it was really close to where I was. It was very much a knock on our office door. What and, time of night was it? Oh, probably about nine o'clock. Okay. Not super late, but right. all the other businesses are closed. Right. So no one would be in that building. No, and it very, my mind was telling me, you know, it's someone downstairs and I'm just hearing the knocking upstairs somehow, but it was very close, but you know, I'm just kind of whatever, go back to work. And then I hear like footsteps in our office, like inside your like office, inside our office. Cause we have a, a wooden floor, kind of a pathway down the center of our office. And then it's surrounded by carpet on the, uh, the outsides. But if you walk on that wooden floor, it just kind of has a very distinct noise. And I'm <laughs> kind of just laughing to myself. Like, oh, well, that's, that's super weird. Why do I hear footsteps? And then I am sitting across from my own desk and my chair moves slightly. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, there's no wind. Right. You know, that there's no way for that chair to move. And I am, I'm 20 feet away from it. Right. And... I texted my business partner and I said, I think we have a ghost. And he said, I was there late last night by myself and I kept seeing like a shadow on the wall of a person walking by oh, wow. Jeez. and there was no one there. And he said, it was really freaking me out. And I said, well, my chair is moving by itself. So I still really, whatever, grabbed the DVDs that I was putting together, went and sat on the couch about five feet away from the chair and my chair has a very distinct sound. When you sit in it, it kind of creaks. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there. The chair moves again slightly and then starts creaking like someone's sitting in it. Oh, God. What? Wait, are lights on in your office? No. I was sitting there putting... I mean, it was... it was. You can see light from the, yeah. the parking lot. So it was light enough that I could see what I was doing. What's your first instinct? Do you turn on music? No, I at said... At this point? I said, hello. <laughs> Great. Invite it. Sure. Because I want to know who it is. Yeah. And, um, I texted my business partner and I was like, it's sitting in my chair. I'm trying to get it to talk to me. And he said, well, I'll bring a mop and bucket tomorrow to mop up your remains. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But I mean, Um, like, cause you said movies don't scare you, but does stuff like this, do you get scared by this? Or is it kind of just like, well, it's happening uh, again, no big deal. I'll get like the chills, you know, like it'll make my, the hair on my arms stand up and stuff like that, but it doesn't scare me. I mean, it's not going to do anything to me. So my only concern was like, I don't want it to scare my bird. Right. Yeah. So I said, as I left that night, I said, if you are here just to observe and you're just lonely, whatever, you're welcome to stay. If you are here to cause harm or mischief, please leave. Nothing's happened since. Hmm. Do you think, have you talked to anyone else in the other offices or would that be crazy? I honestly, there's a lady there that's very into like Reiki and massage therapy and she has like crystals. I honestly should talk to her and see if she's noticed anything. I'm sure she has. Yeah. Because if it's only visited you a few times. So wait a minute. You you said if you're here to cause mischief, go away. And it and left. went away. Yeah. So it was a mischievous. I That's my entity. assumption. Well, if it wants that much attention, right? Yeah. yeah. Because and like, for it to have never done anything before and then to suddenly start doing something. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just looked out the window. I got scared. <laughs> I know. I'm facing the windows. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Okay. But so like the, you've done things like you, I've known you, you've gone to the UK, you've gone to Europe, you go to Crips. Oh, yeah. And you'll do the uh, ghost investigations that are just pretty intense mm-hmm. and very historical. It, it's my dream. But like you, you don't get scared. You want to explore and find and communicate. If yeah, you will. I feel like I almost invite it. Yeah. Yeah. And would you say like, what's your success Please don't rate? Invite it into the baking cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. How much success do you have with that? And I, by success, I mean, how haunted are you? I feel like. The times that I've chased it, I haven't gotten really okay. much of a response. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ken's dating life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zowie. But I, I'm the same way when I do ghost investigations. Like when I was the bait, like I was brand new at it. I'm like, I want to see something because mm-hmm. I'm a skeptic, but I sure want to see if it's real. And nothing happened for a few years. Yeah. And then when I least expect it, I'm scared to death. Yeah, I'm not scared to death, but things do happen yeah. when I'm not expecting <laughs> You're it. You're tougher than I am. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for instance, in, in college, um, I was in a show and there were just a few of us in the show. I think there were six people in the cast, all female. Um, what was the show? It was called when Shakespeare's ladies meet. So it was kind of a Hmm. fantasy show where basically all of the strong female characters get together and try and convince Juliet. It's like the Avengers, Shakespeare's Avengers, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. They all try and convince Juliet to not do the Romeo and Juliet thing. Like you're you're young. Don't do this. Life is worth living. Good. Um, and it's really kind of a fun, cute show. It's only like 45 minutes long. Um, so the only male person involved with the show was our director. Mm-hmm. This was a this was either a performance or a final dress rehearsal. I'm fairly certain it was a rehearsal. I don't remember like audience clapping and laughter and stuff like that. Maybe mm-hmm. the show was just really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was the last character to go on from the side of the stage that I was on. And I think there was one character that came on after mine and I was just sitting in the wings waiting and from around the corner of one of the curtains steps out this man, very well dressed, um, had his hair very slicked back. He was wearing glasses. He had a mustache. And I thought, who the heck is this? Yeah. Like he's, you know, he's in a suit, very shiny shoes. And he just kind of smiled at me. And then I turned back and I was watching, I've got to go on in a second. I don't want to miss my cue. And I turned and looked again before I went to go on stage and he was gone. And I just figured he'd left or, mm-hmm. you know, I thought maybe he was someone that worked at the college that had just popped in or anyway. Um, after we get finished that night, I said to the director, who was the guy backstage? And he said, what guy backstage? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, was it somebody's dad or like, does he work at the college? Who was he? And I kind of described him and he says to me, who told you to say that? Yes. And I'm the like, best. what? Mm. What are you talking about? And he, he said, who, who put you up to this? Someone, you know, someone told you to say this to me mm. and I'm swearing, right? Like I, no one told me to do this. I saw this man and he looked really nice. He kind of smiled at me. He grabs my arm and he pulls me down the hall stops me in front of a painting and it's the guy. Oh no. And he says, is this him? And I said, yeah. And he says, this is Elmo Gary. He's the man this theater is named after. He's been dead for very, very, very many, many years. He's not here. And I said, well, yeah, he's, he's here. And I saw him several times after that. I, I remember one time coming up a spiral staircase and I got almost to the top and I see these shiny shoes and then some really nice slacks. And as I look up, he just kind of went away. 
Oh, wow. Jeez. Man. So if well, he is haunting that place, is he showing himself to many people or is it because maybe you're an empath, right? Yeah. Uh, would you would you classify yourself as that? Yeah. And like, would you say that to you specifically, he appeared to? And because I don't is... know anyone else who physically saw him. Okay. But other people have seen him. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just certain people, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this sounds like, you know, at your place of business, at your uh, way you're acting and things like that. But I mean, has it ever affected your home life? Many times. Um, the first one I remember, um, we were living in an older house and um, quite a few things happened in this house. One night... When you, when you say we... Uh, who oh, this was my, my whole family. So my mom, my dad, and my younger sister. Okay. And I was big on the slumber party scene. Like I would have 20, 30 girls come and stay over. Wow. And we did not That's have a big terrible. house, but yeah. we would have like, you know, 12 of us sleeping in the bed, like, you know, feet, head, feet, head, feet, <laughs> oh, head, you geez. know, people, people on the floor. I mean, it was, it was pretty cramped. One of those nights I had a big group over and I woke up and one of my friends was gone. How old were you? Oh, 12. Okay. And I got up and went looking for her and couldn't find her anywhere in the house. It, what kind of freaked me out? Looked outside. She's not outside. The last place left is the basement. And it was an old, creepy basement, unfinished. Um, there was even a root cellar. Oh, wow. So like this big wooden door with like the medieval bar that comes down. Oh, you wow. open it up and inside it's dirt. Like it looks like somewhere so you'd you bury a body. So you just never went down there, even All though it was time. your home. No, it was right. creepy, creepy, yeah. but Wait, like fun to go check it and out. And had you had experiences before or was this like kind of one of the early Not ones? Not that I recall... I, I might have, but mm. not that I recall specifically. Um, but I, and it's one of those that's, you know, it's just the slat stairs and there's space under the stairs. Nope. So you automatically assume something's oh, going to grab you, right? Cut you. Yes. Grab your ankles. And so I go down there and she is standing at the bottom of the stairs, eyes closed, <sighs> saying, I know, I know. They're all here. What? We're oh, all God. here. I got the chills. And... I went back up the stairs because I'm really scared. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't get I her. I'm, I'm, you're I don't know. 12, right? I don't like, know what, yeah, yeah, I'm 12. I don't know who she's talking to. There's nobody there, but she's talking to somebody. And so I go and get my other friend and I'm like, you got to come help me. And she comes and the same thing's still going on. She's still having a full on oh. conversation. Oh. And we finally woke her up and she had no recollection. She didn't know what was going on. Um, yeah. So that nothing, I didn't see anything. Nothing specifically uh, happened That's to me. Plenty. But same house, probably maybe the same year, a year later, um, I am laying on my couch and it's night, it's dark, the lights are all off and I'm not watching TV or anything. I'm just kind of laying there and I see what looks like the brim of a fedora standing in the entryway of our house, which the couch faces. Okay. Wait, you say brim, uh, like it was standing in the doorway and just the brim was And all out? I could, cause there was kind of a, like an alcove almost that, a, person could hide back in this little spot. Okay. okay. And, but it looks like the brim of a hat. And I'm thinking, you know, it's late. I'm just seeing things. And it kind of leans forward and you see a man's head. Oh my gosh. And a man's shoulder. And just peek their head out. And yeah, he just kind of leans. Like that Chris Hansen gif, just like someone poking their head out yep. and being like, hello. And see. he just leans and looks at me. And I just looked right back. What? Could you see features or? Uh-huh. I could see, see. I could see eyes and a nose. Oh god! And that's what throws me off is the consistency of it. Because if I've seen something, it's pretty fleeting, 
right? Like I'll see something, but not many features, just kind mm-hmm. of a shape or colors of clothes. And it's gone when you start to focus on yes, it. Yes, precisely. But you're I can saying... see I could see him as well as I can see you right now. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. And and he just looked at me for a second and then he kind of leaned and went away. And I just laid there and waited, and a few minutes later <gasps> he did it again. He's playing peekaboo. And this went on for hours i mean i've, I've got Wait, hold on. pretty severe chills yeah me too uh when you say hours were you frozen no i was just i wanted to know what he was gonna do what you so you were 12 you or 13 move? at this point no i just laid there and what i figured he's either gonna come out and we're gonna have like a showdown or he's gonna Lindsay, go away i don't get this but wouldn't you like say something i i'm <laughs> fairly certain i said hello to him that's no that's when you say mom <laughs> that's when you just try to get out of there but i mean just like you Maybe just playing peekaboo. Maybe just yeah, like, no, I think he was just curious. He didn't seem like he wanted to hurt me. So then same wow. house. Um, I Probably around the same time, because I think we moved not long after this. I went, I was in my bedroom. And you know those lamps in the 90s that were the touch lamps? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like all the rage, right? I had yeah. one of those right next to my bed. So wanted one of those. <laughs> I loved this thing. And I had the most spectacular 90s bedroom. It was hunter green and burgundy with gold yep. accents. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought I was really, really grown Same up. house, right? Yeah, same okay. house. Um, I had just gotten in bed. I know it was a school night, so I'd gotten in bed fairly early. And that lamp was the last light on. Laying in bed, kind of pulled the covers up, and I thought, okay, you know, it's time to go to sleep. And I reached over and tapped the lamp three times to turn it off. Right, because it goes brighter, brighter, brighter off. Yep. Yes. And I'm laying there, and my eyes are still open, and out of the side of my right eye, I see two hands reach up oh. over the side of my bed oh. and they put themselves across me oh. hard and I grabbed the blanket and threw it over my head and I sat there like did you like frozen because I didn't know what to do. And then I finally just reached my hand out and tapped the lamp three times and it was gone. Wait, so tap the lamp three times to turn the light back off or turn it or I guess I guess I must have just tapped it once to, to turn, turn it back it on. on, but three well, times and, to turn and it plus off. Plus you're gonna be so a little wait, bit wait. panicked as well. Did you okay, so you saw the hands when they when they went down, did you feel them on yes. you as well? Oh god. And they were did it feel re- like just long arms or did it feel like someone was kind of ascending up your bed and then yeah. hands across? Yeah. Did you say they were red? They were red. Oh my gosh. They were red. Bright red? Bright red. What in the world? Yeah. I still see them like it was yesterday. I have crazy chills right now the hair in my back of my neck is standing up right so now. you don't because cool. a lot of people we've talked about this on the show you don't suffer from sleep paralysis because i I've, i have a lot of friends and, and a brother who kind of they get stunned right mm-hmm. they, so they, they see something or something's in their room next to their bed and they can't move at all and it just kind of stares at them but like it seems like you were totally cognizant oh, i was awake i wasn't even asleep right. yet yeah like yeah. i had just turned the lamp off i was just laying there trying right. to fall asleep but then what do you do i mean you turn on the light but then i turn on the light i think i probably turned on my tv and then fell asleep that way because yeah. i wouldn't turn off the light again yeah i don't think i did i'm pretty yeah. sure i left the light on but but you still remember this oh very very well it's definitely not a dream no 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 oh man no i remember crazy. telling so, people about it the next day yeah yeah like so when you told your family how was their what was their reaction like they weren't surprised so it probably okay. i i mean i feel like stuff like this probably had happened earlier and i just don't remember it as well because it wasn't as significant maybe yeah mm-hmm. like have you talked to your mom about this stuff over the years my well so my mom has actually experienced at okay, least one of the events right well there was a, another house that we lived in after my parents split up we moved into another price has a lot of old houses mm-hmm. and that's where i grew up 
In Price, Utah? Price, Utah. Where is Price, Utah? Um, it's southeast of it's Salt Lake. 70, right? Like if you're going to Moab, you're probably going to drive through Price. Okay. Well, last time I went to Denver, I went through Price. Okay. Yeah. So, so small, smaller town. Small yes. town. Um, it's an old kind speed of mining trap. town. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, total speed trap. Right. Yeah. Slow down. <laughs> um, so we had moved into kind of a cute little older house. Um, it was near the college and it had a basement apartment in it that when we moved in was rented out to some college girls. So you were, we were used to hearing like noises downstairs and mm-hmm. stuff. After they moved out, the noises continued. Oh. And, and this is like, so the uh, former house and this house, they're both in price. Yep. Okay. When you say noises, are you talking like muffled, like, or like ta- or walking or like walking, like doors closing, like windows opening. I mean, uh, like, like someone's your, living there. Your office chair being sat in. Yeah. Like yeah. That. No and, big deal. um, you would go down the stairs. Our, our laundry was downstairs. You would go down the stairs and footsteps would follow you down the stairs yeah. or follow you back up the stairs or... Oh, that's the worst. You know that's everyone's biggest nightmare. That's why you don't that's turn the lights off. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. Standing, doing the laundry, you could feel someone standing right behind you, yeah. watching you. Um, there was a curtain that separated... Maybe it was just the, the, the bear from the... It was the static softener. electricity. Fabric softener bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snuggle? Snuggles, yeah. There was a curtain that separated that apartment from our laundry area mm-hmm. and it would move like someone had uh, just parted it and walked through curtains are the worst yeah that's why they invented doors <laughs> yeah doors creak <laughs> yeah but doors can stay closed curtains it's can, just like any can second. they can they sometimes mm-hmm. no well you'll you'll hear about a door in a second yes oh no um so i i have to preface this whole story about this house by when we first moved in i moved in by myself first um my mom. You were about how old? I was 16. Okay. You, I, you moved in by yourself first? Yeah. My mom and sister were still kind of getting their stuff well, together. Y- you've always been pretty independent, yeah. right? Yes. How far like, away was it from the other house? I don't know. Five, six miles. Okay. So like Not, they, they mean, were coming. It's just... Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I was doing classes at the college at the time and it was really close to that. And so I just thought I'm, I'm going to go early so I can just get up and go straight there. It's a lot closer than the other house. Mm-hmm. And I had, I didn't have all my stuff, but I had, you know, a lot of my clothes and things like that. And I took everything to the house and was just sleeping on the floor in my bedroom. And the first night there, I had a dream, just a dream. I don't know that this actually happened, but I had a dream that there was a man who hung himself in the closet of my bedroom. Welcome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The first night. Um, so yeah, I mean, just weird things would happen in the house. It just, you just never felt alone, regardless of whether you were or not. It also had one of those doorbells that you could program to play stupid songs. Yeah. Right. And it played da 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 da. Beethoven's. Yeah. Which we hated, but the, the thing to change it was painted shut. And it was oh. a rental, <laughs> so we weren't going to mess with it. We just yeah. left it as it was. But we had this kind of tradition every single night. It was just me and my mom and sister living there. And after the college girls had moved out, you know, there was nobody else there. We had this tradition every night of going and locking the front door together just to kind of like yeah, triple make check. sure, right? Yes. And we all know this is done. We're all safe. It's all fine. There's no one here to protect us but us. So everyone's double checking. Right. So you all go there together, like march up there, lock the, lock door. the door and then prayed back. Yep. And then go in our separate bedrooms. And my mom and sister shared a bedroom and it was kind of across from mine. Mm-hmm. 
And at night, a lot of times we would leave our doors open and just kind of chat until we fell asleep. And one night there was a really bad storm and um, the power had gone out. And so we were all just kind of creeped out. So we had candles burning and stuff like that just to kind of light things up. And we all went in and checked the door together, made sure it was locked, went to bed. I had blown out my candle. I was asleep and we hear front on the door. front door. Okay. And it's late, right? It's like 1 a.m. And there's so, a storm outside. Yeah. Right then. Okay. So who's knocking at your door at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. on a weeknight? Nope. I don't want to answer the door. No and one my, should. My mom no. says, did you hear that? From across the hall. Yeah. And I okay. said, yeah. And she said, who is it? And we hear. God. And so we're like, all right, it's someone's actually there. And so I get up thinking, all right, I'm, I'm going to at least go like look through the window and see if I can see who it is. And as I'm getting up, the door opens our front door, which you we, we have locked. We know and it had a doorknob lock and a deadbolt. How quickly oh. are we talking opening here? It was like a big boom or it was like a, it was like a, oh God. and I freeze. Yeah. Right. Like who, who can get in? Who is this? Like we're, we're doomed. Yeah. And it's quiet for a second. You can hear the wind in the background. And then you hear a man's voice say, hello. Oh. And I, I like from the front door, from or the like, front door. That was his cadence. Yeah. Okay. And I ran out of my room. I'm like, I, I, my first instinct was to protect my mom and sister. Mm-hmm. So I ran out there to figure out who it was. And there's not a soul there. The door is wide open. The screen door is wide open. Nobody. So I close the door, lock the door, go back in my room. By yourself. You went of course you did. By Not yourself. Jump yeah. into bed in their room. Well, I, mean, yeah. I would get oh, the no, parade. I back, I'd, I I'd get in. the brigade to go and lock the door with me again. Yeah. I went back in my room and the doorbell rings. Mind you, the power is out. The yes. doorbell rings and it doesn't play. Da, 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 da. It plays... Oh my gosh. Daisy? I'm half Daisy. Daisy, give me your. That's the song that Hal sings when he dies in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. And it it drones like that. And it drones off. It had never played that song before. We had no way to change the doorknob or the doorbell sound. Oh my gosh. So right after you check it, you shut the screen door, you lock the door. No one's here. I don't know what's going on. You turn, you're you probably facing them and you hear the doorbell go off. Mm-hmm. Go. That's terrible. Yeah. So oh. my mom definitely has experienced some stuff, but yeah. mostly with me. So I'm probably the You're the lightning bolt. You're, you're the conduit. Wow. That is creepy. So um, what do you think? Yeah. I, I, I'm just wondering what it is because something, many things are trying to make themselves manifest to you right mm-hmm. a lot of people like because we do ghost investigations we have to go searching for something we have to go somewhere specific uh there are people that i've talked to that have maybe they think it's poltergeist maybe they think there's like a residual haunting in their home but it, you're very sensitive to this yeah and do you think that's whatever may be out there right unexplained they know it Maybe. I mean, I think some people are maybe just more open to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm also not afraid. So I don't know if they know I'm... Did that... 
I have to ask, did that presence feel threatening, the one at your house, or was it just a curious, maybe former resident who was just trying to figure out who was in his house? Yeah, it, it never happened again. Um, it, it scared me in the sense that I was afraid for my family. Mm-hmm. Like, but like mortal danger kind of a thing. Yeah, I was more afraid that it was a like an actual person yeah. than yeah. some sort of entity of some kind. Are you, So obviously you're more afraid of actual like creepy people. Yeah, like I'm more like, afraid of Ted Bundy than I am of yeah, a ghost. Yeah, because you uh, know, Ted Bundy could actually. Ghost, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Ted Bundy, if he were alive now. Uh, but yeah. I'm actually more more fascinated by him than afraid. Yeah, you're basic. But, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but well, we've covered that, right? But still, you do look into this. You, I know you love horror films. Mm-hmm. You go ghost hunting. You mm-hmm. uh, you will try to talk to a spirit that's in your office. Like a lot of people would just totally avoid that at that point. Like they try to cut off that sensitivity to it. Yeah. But you, you're kind of unfazed at yeah. the same time. Would you say that helps you deal with fear? Like knowing that this will probably happen again. Yeah. Or repeatedly. A, you've kind of dealt with it. Like you're prepared. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't, it's not going to hurt me. I've, I've actually had what I would say is probably a poltergeist experience right. in, in an apartment that I lived in by myself where it did do some physical things to me, but I, I don't know. I'm not dead, so... Yeah. Like it injured you? Yeah. Well, go on. Now I have to <laughs> I mean, like, we're like, it's a long bacon bit, but go yeah. on. Okay, so, um, a holiday, Utah, not far from here, right? Right. I'm living in an apartment. It's... I've lived on my... I lived on my own starting at 18, so I was probably, like, 24 at this point. I'd lived on my own a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd lived in this apartment for a couple of years. Nothing had ever happened. And then one night, um, I'm sitting in my living room and I hear the girl downstairs screaming just at the top of her lungs. Like angry screams or like scared screams? Like terrified. Ooh. Like something horrible is happening to this person. And I'm like, do I call 911? What should I do? Right. And then it was kind of late at night. So I thought maybe she's just having a nightmare. And it kind of goes away and calms down and I don't hear anything else. And, and then I can hear other noise downstairs. So I'm sure she's okay right i probably should have called the cops i heard a thump to check I, heard, on her. I heard a body dragging she's fine i'm sure <laughs> but then i saw her the next day she was out in the hall she was fine a couple nights later the same thing happens so i'm like all right this girl's probably got like night terrors yeah right yeah. and um she moves out probably six months later and that next week or so things start moving in my apartment yeah like I would come home and things would be in a weird place. And at first I was blaming it on Giles, like, you know, messing with things when I'm not home, like kitchen cupboards, I would come home and they were all open. That mm. darn cat. And, um, things would be knocked over and, and just kind of random stuff. One night I'm sitting in the living room watching TV and Giles is watching something oh. like it's walking. And then he like raises up, and starts hissing, which Giles never does. And it, it, that actually did scare me because yeah. like, he's really freaked out. What is going on? And I can see nothing and I'm not really even sensing anything, but he is very disturbed by it. And that happened kind of a couple more times where I could see him watching something that wasn't there. There was one night he's sitting in front of me a few feet and we were kind of playing and he all of a sudden looks up at me, hisses and lunges at me, which Jeez. very aggressive, not like yeah. him. And he lunges past me. Oh. He like jumped over me and chased off something. I have no idea what it was. Jeez. And at this point I'm starting to think 
something is weird. Like Giles is watching something, I'm feeling a little less comfortable alone in this place. And within a few nights, I'm laying in bed trying to go to sleep and all of a sudden there is something by my bed. And it is, it's not shaped like a human that I've seen before. Right. It's its very unclear. It's, it's frantic and frenetic and it reaches out and it grabs my leg mm. and it re- raises my leg like hard, right up in the air, hard okay. up into the air. Jeez. And then I feel this like rake down the back of my leg and I had scratches on my oh. leg mm. and this happened. Where was Giles? He was hiding. Yeah. But this happened several times oh. where it would like grab and hold and it was hard and it hurt. Like it would just squeeze like my feet and stuff like that. And I started researching online. Like, what do you do? How do you get rid of something bad like this? Yeah. And I read that you can literally command them to leave. Yes. And so you have power over them for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I came home from work. In fact, I, as a, 20 something year old adult called my mom one night and said, please come over. I want to see if anyone else feels this because I don't feel safe in my own apartment anymore. Mm. And she came over and it was all of a sudden it was so peaceful. It was very, very strange. Um, but I came home from work and I grabbed Giles and I went in my bedroom because that's where it seemed to be the angriest. Mm. And I said, you are not welcome here. I command you to leave this place. Nothing ever happened again. Okay. Wow. Jeez. Man. Oh, Lindsay, I know there, there's there's so many more questions I have and so many more stories I'm sure you have. But we probably ought to wrap it up and maybe save some more for another time. Yeah. But thank you. I, I honestly, like, I love just sitting around swapping scary stories with yeah. people. Uh, at least we know we like things scary here at Bacon Sale. Right. And I don't know. You have a very good way of telling stories, too. Yeah, so no. I'm sorry you're so haunted. Oh, yes. Hey. Yeah. We've all you seem to be doing okay with it, I'm though. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But if you ever need Ghostbusters, you know who to call. There you go. Us? No. Uh, yeah, not not us. Yeah, not say who you going to call bacon cells. Is who you going to call Ghostbusters? <laughs> but uh, thank but yeah, you. Thank you very much. And Anytime. thank you for listening. This has been Bacon Cell with our guest Lindsay. Yeah. That's why they invented doors. <laughs> yeah, doors creak. <laughs> yeah, but doors can stay closed. Curtains, it's can, just like any can second. Can they? Can they? Sometimes, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>